Welcome to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. Have you found yourself trapped on the weight loss journey, losing and regaining the same 20 pounds? Are you tired of starving yourself, eating less calories than your toddler, and making the gym your second home is just not an option? Then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Anna J. Fit, weight loss and mental fitness coach, and in this podcast, I'll teach you exactly what to do to lose the weight sustainably and never gain it back. Let's dive in. What's going on, my beautiful ladies? I'm so excited to be here today and deliver another super powerful and very valuable episode. So today we're going to be talking about how your disempowering thoughts are holding you back on your weight loss journey. This is such an important topic. Um, it is underrated. Fitness professionals, weight loss professionals tend to not talk about mindset enough at all. And I'm having so many conversations with you ladies in the DMs on weight loss consultation calls, etc., where I am catching up on all these mindset related issues that are not addressed. And I think that a lot of you ladies are not recognizing that this is an issue, but most importantly, you're not realizing how this is actually holding you back on your weight loss journey. And so I really want to open up your eyes on this. This is so important. Before I dive into that, I want to take a quick second to thank all of you for listening, for tuning in, for supporting. I am so overwhelmed with the recognition I'm getting from all of you. Um, it means the world to me, you know, and if, if you know anything about my story, if you listen to a lot of things I've talked about before, but this podcast was literally two years in the making, not because it took two years to put a podcast together, not because it took two years for me to figure out what I wanted to talk about. No, <laughs> simply because fear, limiting beliefs, anxiety, you know, all of that stuff was just keeping me from taking that step, moving out of my own comfort zone and making this shit happen. And I am so grateful that I did not let those limiting beliefs and those fears hold me back permanently. And that I eventually said, you know what? Fuck this shit. I got to move out of my comfort zone. I got to make this shit happen no matter how scared I am of potentially failing. And in the last couple of weeks, I have been getting tagged by so many of you beautiful ladies in your stories on Instagram, on Facebook. Some of y'all have been making posts and sharing them. It's like, wow. So yeah, I'm glad to be here. And I am so glad that I have this gift and that I'm utilizing it in the right way and that it's actually landing with you ladies the way I wanted to, right? So I just want to take a moment and say thank you. Thank you for supporting the work that I do. Thank you for seeing the greatness in me. Uh, thank you for valuing each episode, sharing them with other women, tagging me. I mean, I love, I love, no lie, when I see y'all taking a screenshot of a podcast episode, tagging me in your stories and on your social media platforms. It speaks volumes. So ladies, thank you so much for doing that. Thank you for tuning in. All right. So today we're going to be talking about how your disempowering thoughts are holding you back on your weight loss journey. So what are disempowering thoughts? What are we even talking about here? What am I referring to? Great question. Glad you asked. So anything that is robbing you, right, from your sense of empowerment, anything that is robbing you from the power that lives within you already, anything 
that is allowing you to play small, to think that you're not good enough, any of those repeating thoughts and patterns, these stories that we fabricate about ourselves, listen, this is not, this half the time, or most of the time, this isn't shit that other people have said. It comes from within. We are fabricating these stories about ourselves. We are entertaining these thoughts that are not benefiting us. We are creating beliefs based on these thoughts, right? And it's all the internal work. It's not someone on the outside that's like, you a piece of shit, you ain't good enough, you're never gonna have the career of your life, you always gonna be fat, you won't be able to lose weight on your weight loss journey, go hire a trainer, that trainer ain't gonna do shit for you because the problem is you. No, come on. We are doing this to ourselves. That's what disempowering thoughts are. At the very core, they're unhealthy, they're toxic, they're hurtful. It's those thoughts that we have about ourselves that we wouldn't dare tell anybody about. We wouldn't dare use that type of language to talk to somebody else like that, right? Like if we wanted to uplift and empower somebody else, we wouldn't say those things to them, but we are saying them to ourselves. That's the reality. Disempowering thoughts. So the next question is, okay, that's great and everything. Like I get what disempowering thoughts are. It's, it's toxic. It's a set of negative, you know, beliefs and words that are robbing us from our power, our true purpose, our greatness, right? That it encourages us to play small when we were actually meant to be so much more. Yes, that's what disempowering beliefs and thoughts are. The way that those are holding you back specifically when it comes to your weight loss journey though, that might be a gray area. That might be an area where it's like, well, I don't know how that, why does that affect my weight loss journey? And let me break that down for you. So really in order to be successful permanently long-term on your weight loss journey, it's really about doing the internal work. I firmly believe that the biggest layer Right When it comes to not just losing the weight, but keeping it off for the rest of your life, never yo-yo dieting again, never abusing yourself in the gym again, just getting the weight off and maintaining that just by being you, it stems more so from the internal work. And the reason why so many women have such a big problem with keeping the weight off is because of all the sets of self-sabotage-like behaviors that make you take five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten steps backwards, right? So, it's, seriously, let's break this down. How many of you ladies listening right now have had many, you know, successful experiences on your weight loss journey in, in, in your over the course of your life? So, yeah, coach. 20 years ago, I managed to lose 70 pounds. Cool. What happened? Oh, I gained all the way back. Okay. Coach, I lost 20 pounds um, in 2019. Then COVID hit, gained 20 plus another 10 back. Oh, okay. It's all these repeating cycles. It's like most of y'all don't really have a big issue getting the weight off. Most of you 
are struggling with understanding how to keep the weight off and prevent it from returning. Prevent this from being that hamster wheel, that yo-yo cycle. That's the problem. Most of y'all don't know how to keep that weight off. And no, it's not the product of the external work. That's where I think so many people are misled and not understanding or grasping what's really going on. If you're constantly regaining the weight, it's not so much because of the external work or the lack thereof. It's because of what's going on internally. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. But I want to make sure that this sentence like really sunk in. It's all related to the internal. It's the inner work that people don't do because, not necessarily because y'all don't want to do it, but number one is because no one's talking about the inner work, the internal work, what that looks like, why it needs to get done. Now, granted, there are some people that don't want to do the inner work. And so they're always finding themselves trapped in these cycles and these patterns because shit, if the inside is not being addressed, the outside ain't nothing but a band-aid. So I'm going to give you a very clear example of what I'm talking about. But for a second, we're going to put weight loss, fitness, and all of that on the side. And we're going to look at money. And the reason why I want to, I'm using this analogy right here is because we all understand money a whole lot better than most of us understand weight loss. So we're all on the same page. Let's imagine that you're a poor person, okay? You, and whatever poor, you know, means to you, but like you're broke, you're not making enough money, you, there's no comfort in your life because you have to worry constantly about every single penny, every single bill, there's no room for extra. Like that, we're talking about that type of person is poor. You might not even be making your bills. You, you can't pay your bills, right? Whatever that, entails the specifics we don't need to figure that out but let's take a poor person and this poor person's biggest goal is becoming rich okay figure out the specifics in your own head doesn't matter like whether rich is six figures or seven or whatever i don't care we're just going to look at the poor person and that poor person's everyday mission and motto and, and, and goal and focus is, I gotta become rich. So this, this person right here is just so laser focused. And so, and we're gonna say it's a guy. So he starts to educate himself. He, he starts doing research. He starts filling in the gaps because there's a lot of things he wasn't taught. It wasn't part of his upbringing. So he feels like he's so far behind. He doesn't understand finances or how to actually build, you know, uh, riches and wealth, etc. So he starts to learn that there's value in saving. He starts to learn that you got to have budgets. You got to, you know, give your money jobs. No, hey, with these $10 over here, these $10, the job of these 10 bucks is XYZ. This money over here, it goes in this account. It gets saved. I don't touch it. I have a budget. That person may start to follow, you know, some financial advisors on YouTube and listen to what this person has to say. They start saving a couple coins here and there whenever at all possible. And 
they also start to practice, you know, not no longer overspending or, um, you know, living outside of their means. So now they start to accept that, hey, you know, I'm only making, I only made $200 this week. I Great. I want these shoes and these shoes are $199. But you know what? I just really don't have the money to be living like that. These $200 is all I got right now. So now I'm going to spend that more wisely. So this person is just really starting to get more aware and intentional about how they're spending their money, how they're saving it, how they're moving, how they're treating money. However, all that stuff is outside work. On the inside, this person is spending all of their time fighting a battle. There's a war zone going on in this person's head, in this poor guy, poor woman's head. And the war is being fueled by a bunch of ugly ass, you know, toxic, unhealthy, disempowering thoughts. What does it sound like? Oh, I don't even know why the hell I'm wasting all my time listening to these people on YouTube. That shit might work for them, but there's no way that's going to work for me because I'm this, I'm that, I come from... I don't know. I come from the projects. I ain't had my mama. I didn't have my dad. I this, I that. Nobody had money in my family. Why the fuck am I even listening to these people? They don't have that type of background. They don't come for what I come from. They talking all this good stuff. It sound good. But that shit don't apply to me. I'm not like them. I never will be like them. People like me that come from where I come from don't do that with their money. Ain't no way I'm ever going to get myself out of poverty. Now I'm sick and tired of being broke and struggling and never getting ahead. But at the same time, you know what? I don't even think that I deserve to live a wealthy life. I don't think I deserve to make money on my own and think outside of the box. I don't even think I'm capable of stacking some real money in these bank accounts and getting ahead in life. I'm always going to be broke. I'm always going to struggle. I'm just bad with money. I don't know how to save money. No one ever did that in my family, so I probably can't do it either. Do you kind of get why I'm going with this? And a lot of what I just repeated, it sits with me. It's, it, these are things that I have had to overcome in my own life because this actually applies to me in many ways. Because I don't come from money. And I've had so many problems when it comes to overcoming money beliefs and educating myself and operating differently, thinking and feeling differently about my money or my ability to make money. But that's for a different episode. But you get what I'm saying, right? And the reason why I wanted to bring up the analogy with money is not only because we all need money, we all value money, we all got money thoughts. But because so many of us don't come from money, so we have been taught a lot of things subconsciously, like money is bad, wanting more money is not good. We got all these like, you know, um, touchy, feely, weird relationships with money. So you probably could relate to all this shit I just said, all these thoughts I just, um, you know, put out there. Of this poor person's belief system. This poor person's thinking patterns. But this poor guy. Poor guy, poor woman. 
is continuing to put in all these reps and all these efforts on the outside with reducing overspending, with increasing the saving process, with spending more time educating themselves, listening to financial advisors' tips. They start listening to audiobooks and and they're reading blogs and they're starting to apply all of these things to their own money journey because this guy or girl is committed to kiss poverty goodbye once and for all. Here's what this, that's what the person is doing externally. However, this guy, girl, is never getting far ahead. Every time he saves up 100, 200 bucks and thinks, oh shit, I'm finally, finally advancing on this journey. I'm finally seeing some real progress here. What happens? He starts to engage in some weird, irate spending habits. And boom, money gone. Withdraw, withdraws his bank account again. Spends money over here unnecessarily at the last minute. Or some shit just magically always starts to break down. There's always some kind of money-related emergency that starts happening every time this poor guy feels like he's making some progress and he's getting ahead in life. What the fuck does that sound like? <laughs> I'm telling you what it sounds like. It sounds exactly like the stories I'm hearing from all of you about your perpetual battle with keeping the weight off after you done lost it. Or actually, you lost 10 pounds, lost 20, lost 30, lost 50, lost freaking 70. No matter what you do, it seems like it always finds its way back onto your body. It's the same fucking story. Whether it's the poor guy trying to get out of poverty and is doing all this, these band-aid type of activities, the outside external work. While internally it's a war zone and all, every single thought related to money is a disempowering one. However, the poor guy's commitment to becoming rich and wealthy is strong as fuck. I'm telling you this story because it's the same for so many of you when it comes to weight loss. The commitment is there. The determination is there. The desire is so fucking strong. I, I am serious. I'm laser focused. I'm determined. I am committed to see 150 on the scale again. So I'm doing the external work. I'm hiring a personal trainer. I'm spending money on Weight Watchers. I'm counting my points. I'm tracking that shit. I'm, I'm eating the foods that Weight Watchers tells me to eat. I'm in the gym seven days a week, killing myself. I stopped eating out. I'm now meal prepping. I'm going to the grocery store. I'm walking 10,000 steps a day. Even done increase my water, I'm now drinking 80 ounces. That's cool. All the external work. It's the band-aids. It lasts for 
three weeks, three months, hell, might be lucky, it lasts for three years. You drop 30 pounds, and then it's like you blink, and the weight is coming back. And nine times out of ten, when I ask you ladies, what's, what has caused the weight gain? What seems to cause this cycle that you're talking about? The fact that the weight always comes back around. Why do you feel that is? Nine times out of ten, y'all can't give me an answer. Y'all don't pinpoint what it's related to. But I've been doing this long enough. I've been in the industry about a decade now. And I've been coaching so many hundreds of women. The cycles are the same. The patterns are the same. There is an imprint that you're leaving on your subconscious mind. The imprint on your subconscious mind is based on your thoughts. And your thoughts are forming your beliefs. If, if externally you're doing the meal prep, you stop eating out, you cut down on your sweets, you're drinking more water, you cut out the Coke, Replace it with water. You're reducing your alcohol intake. You're walking 10,000 steps instead of 2,000. Now you're even lifting weights. You know, when I pay the personal trainer, you show up at every workout session and you do your best. You're sleeping eight hours. Seems like you're doing everything right on the outside, right? Or at least you're putting in a lot of effort. You drop the weight. But no matter what, every single time that weight comes back, the entire time, that you were doing the external work, the internal sounded a little bit like this. I don't even know why the fuck I keep spending this money. This is the 10th time I went and got myself a personal trainer in 10 years. What the fuck is wrong with me? You know what? When I look at my family, when I look at all of them, every single one of them is overweight. Every single one of them got some kind of problem. She over there, Got high blood pressure. My uncle over there, fucking diabetes. My grandma, high cholesterol, stroke, you name it. Everybody around me got a problem with their weight. And everybody around me struggling with their health. What the fuck makes me any different? It's probably genetic. Fuck it. I ain't no better than them. I'm no different than them. I'm probably wasting my money, energy, and time because I'm never going to be able to be slim, healthy, happy. I'm probably just going to end up like all of them. And maybe the sooner I accept this, the better I'll be off. Well, while your ass is running on the treadmill, I'm such a fat pig. I'm such an ugly, disgusting looking whale. Get off the Stairmaster, go into the bathroom, look in the, pass by the mirrors because you were, you were about to take a shower and change your clothes. Boom, you saw your reflection in the mirror and instantly thought, God, I look disgusting. What a fat looking whale. I can't stand these fucking rolls anymore. I look so gross. I am so uncomfortable in my clothes. I can't stand this shit. But you know what? I might as well just accept it. I've been like this long enough. Why the fuck 
Can I not just wrap my mind around the fact that this is fate? Maybe I wasn't meant to be small. I'm probably not meant to ever go back to the size I was in college. Shit, I'm a mom after after all. You know what? We can sit here for like the next six hours as I describe every disempowering thought I thought to myself when I was on my weight loss journey. And every single disempowering thought I didn't heard from a lot of y'all. Current clients, past clients, you know, potential clients, just people I'm having conversations with everywhere. You're addressing all the external shit, but the external shit leads to your weight loss right now. The internal shit leads to permanent results. The internal shit is what's going to dictate and determine whether that weight comes back or not. So if every thought of yours is you don't deserve this, you're not capable, you ain't worthy, this ain't for you, you chasing something you don't deserve having. You wishing for something that you deep down don't really think you deserve to have. That's the imprint on your subconscious mind. And believe it or not, your subconscious mind takes it all in, takes it all in, and then forms beliefs and stories. That's the narrative about you. Because of all these thoughts you keep entertaining about yourself, those become your beliefs about yourself. Now they firm, they're imprinted onto your subconscious mind. You know what the job of your subconscious mind is? To keep your ass safe. So anytime you start living outside of your comfort zone a little bit too long and you start pushing past those limits that you have created for yourself, your subconscious mind is going to make sure that you engage in actions, in activities, something, that you do something that's going to bring you back down to your comfort zone. Let me give you an example. So you've been on a weight loss train for a minute. You got this trainer, you eating right, all that good stuff, right? And you've lost 15 pounds right now, as of right now. And you're super shocked and super excited at the same time, but also a little nervous because you have never lost that much weight in like this little time frame. Okay? So subconsciously, it's like, ah. Uh, Fuck, what the fuck is she doing? We're not feeling safe here. We're not feeling safe. We got to bring her back to her safety net. We got to bring her back to her comfort zone because no, no, no. Starting to feel panic. Starting to get scared. There's fear creeping in. This don't seem right. It don't feel right. Mm -mm, we got to bring her back in. And out of no fucking where, you start feeling like your motivation is not there anymore. So then you start saying things like, I was so motivated for the last 10 weeks. I don't know what happened. But all of a sudden, it's just like someone just snapped their fingers and motivation just left my soul. I'm just repeating things I've actually heard y'all say, by the way. I ain't making none of this shit up. This shit, all of it's real. Or, I was doing so great. And then, I went to my mama's house and... Pfft, 
my mama's cooking is just amazing. So she made this nice, delicious Sunday dinner. And I went over to my mama's house, even though she knew I was on this diet and I was doing great and everything. I went over there. Instead of eating one plate, I couldn't control myself. I ate four. Okay, wonderful, whatever. Like, that's that's not the deal breaker because that's definitely not what you're gaining 15 pounds back from. Oh, but what happened after that? Oh, well, then I was like, man, fuck it. Fuck it. I gave up. I quit because I was doing so great for 10 weeks. And then I went to my mom's house and I ate four plates of that delicious food that she made. And then Monday rolled around. I was like, man, whatever. I done fucked up so badly. This was like four cheat days in one. I might as well just give give up. All of that shit is not accidental. It's all related back to your internal shit. It's all related back to the fact that you have taught your subconscious mind that you ain't shit. You a loser. You forever going to be fat and unhealthy. You ain't never going to feel good about yourself again. You're never going to have a sexy body. La, 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 la. Your subconscious mind is always working in your favor. The self -sab What looks like self-sabotage type of behaviors on the outside, like the examples I just gave. Oh, I ain't got no motivation no more, so I ain't going back to my trainer. Even though I was going hard for 10 weeks. Other self-sabotage type of behavior. Well, I was doing great with my nutrition and everything, but then I went to my mom's house one day, ate four plates of shit, and then after that I said, ah, fuck it. And I threw my hands in the air. Both of those examples are super common. Both of those look and sound like self-sabotage, but actually, technically speaking, they're not. Your subconscious mind feels like it's doing you a fucking favor because it's trying to bring you back to your comfort zone where your subconscious mind knows you're going to feel safe. If you've been struggling weight for, with, with weight for a long time, if you've been overweight, obese, unhealthy, unhappy, depressed, anxious, uh, uncomfortable, whatever, for a significant period of time, Chances are you have taught yourself that that's where you need to be, that that's how you need to feel, that that is how you deserve to look. Fill in the blanks. You can continue. You know, I'm going with this. So every time you do the external work to change your predicament, to change your situation, to change your health, to change your physique, it only ends up being a temporary situation. It gives you temporary results, like dropping 10 pounds, dropping 20 pounds. But in the long term, the weight always comes back because you have not done the internal work. It's literally about rewiring your nervous system. It's literally about teaching you how to replace your disempowering thoughts along the way on this journey with empowering ones. On this journey, if you want to win at weight loss long term, you have to do the internal work just as much as the external work. One won't last without the other. If you ever wonder why so much of my content and so much of what I speak of is directly related to your mindset, here's your answer. Everything is ultimately dependent on your 
nervous system. And your nervous system has been conditioned by your thinking, by your stories, by everything that's going on inside of your head. And that's something that no other being controls but you. So in my weight loss coaching practice, I spend a lot of time teaching each of my clients how to overcome these issues, how to transform their thoughts so that the new imprint moving forward on the subconscious mind is one that allows for the external work to continue naturally. One that allows for the results that you're getting from the external work to stay and be permanent. That's what this is all about. So like I said at the beginning of this episode, I think we all kind of to a certain extent understand, you know, what disempowering thoughts are. But I think a lot of us don't really clearly realize or understand how continuing to entertain disempowering thoughts over time actually translates into actions and behaviors that will always bring you back to whatever circumstance and situation matches your uh, matches the imprint that you left on your subconscious mind. So for the poor person, regardless of how much money this person tries to save, regardless of how much money this person um, stops to spend, regardless of how many you know hours of overtime this person starts to put in, if the internal work is not happening, if this person is not rewriting the narrative within, if this person is not changing the imprint on their subconscious mind, then on the, ex- the external would only get them so far and something will get done. Something will happen repeatedly that will always bring the poor person back to their comfort zone, which is poverty. Isn't it crazy when you think about it? You want something so bad, but the entire time your mind is working against you getting that very thing because you've convinced yourself that where you are is where you need to be. The poor person is doing all this shit to become rich, but the poor person doesn't even believe that he, she deserves, is capable and can be rich, is worthy of being rich. So this person is doing all this shit on the outside to become rich. When the entire time on the inside, that person does not believe that being becoming rich is possible, it's feasible, that he's, he, she is worthy of it, etc. It's the exact same with weight loss. If you're going to be killing yourself on the treadmill and the Stairmaster, but the entire time you're telling yourself that you ain't worthy, you can't do this, you believe that this is not for you for XYZ reason, your external behaviors the approaches that you're using externally, they're only going to get you so far. And then you're always going to re-engage in some form of quote-unquote self-sabotage type of action that will bring you back to your level of comfort. Your level of comfort is, I'm forever going to be fat. I deserve to be fat. I'm not capable of being anything other than fat. This is why I belong. So I hope that this is I hope that this is an eye-opening episode. I know I say this a lot, but I firmly believe that that is my mission. 
is to empower all of you ladies. Because the yo-yo dieting, the gaining and losing, and losing and regaining cycle, in my opinion, it's not healthy. And it hurts us so much mentally, emotionally, and of course physically too. Now you end up having an even more overloaded nervous system. Now you end up having an even worse off metabolism. Now you end up having even more anxiety, depression. You're more frustrated from month to month. And at some point, we got to figure out how do I exit this fucking hamster wheel? Like I'm meant for greatness. I'm meant for better than this. I deserve more than this. How the fuck do I get out of this hamster wheel? How do I stop and break these cycles? Because the other thing is, a lot of y'all are moms. And this becomes generational shit. We got to break the cycles. So that's why inside of the Empowered Body Project, I focus so much with my clients on changing their thought patterns, rewriting the narratives, helping them transform, heal, regulate their nervous system so that we can also bring their metabolism back to life and work in their favor. But in doing all of this internal work, I know for a fact that my clients, when we're done working together, long after we're done working together, what it, whatever we did, what we learned, what I taught them, what we've practiced together and implemented, they will continue to live that way because there's no going back. So that's what I want to share with all of you today. I hope that this sinks in. I hope that this is helpful to you. Uh, we still got a couple of spots left inside of the Metabolic Reboot Program. So if you have been struggling, it's been a yo-yo diet journey. You, you're the yo-yo diet queen. You're tired of abusing yourself and doing all the wrong shit inside of the gym. You need absolute clarity on what you specifically need to be doing when it comes to your body type, the woman that you are, how you're living your life, down to your schedule and your family dynamics at home, every single bit that makes you you. Now is the time. Um, I've dropped the link in the description for you to book a weight loss consultation with me. This is absolutely free and typically... You know, I sit on those calls for as long as it takes, dissecting everything that's going on with you, what you've been through, what have you tried, what is the weight, where is the weight um, coming from, what does it stem, stem from, right? And come up with a game plan on how to help you with a very customized and personalized approach because every woman is unique and thus every woman needs to be doing something that matches who she is when it comes to weight loss. And so that's what we do. So if you want to schedule a uh, free weight loss consultation with me, just click on the link below in the description, in the show notes, and I will be calling you. And I'll look definitely look forward to talking to each of you. And if this spoke to you, do me a favor and share this episode with a woman in your circle. Chances are, if this is resonating with you, if this is transformative for you, if this is uplifting, empowering, it helps you in some way, there are other women in your entourage, in your circle, in your family, at your job that need to hear this. If it has an impact on you, it will have an impact on somebody else. So this is what I call social responsibility. Share this episode. And when you do share it, tag me. Just so that you're giving me yet another reason to smile and feel good about the work that I do. 
All right, ladies, I love all of you. And as always, keep a smile on your face. Spread love and positivity to those around you. And above all, remember that you deserve to live in the body of your dreams. Thank you for listening to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. If you found today's episode valuable, make sure to share it with other women in your life and head over to Facebook to join the Women Winning at Weight Loss community. We'll see you there.